0: Geico, fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Welcome to another edition of Politics Then. Right, I'm Egberto Willis, your host. I'm here once again, like we promised, with no other than Christine Arnold. Christine, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good, how are you doing, Egberto?
0: I am doing great. You know, I told you after that next debate that we would be talking again to see if there was any improvement. I read your report and I sat down and I said, hmm, you actually seem a tad bit more positive.
1: Well, it's a stark contrast um, than what we saw a couple of weeks ago, thank goodness. Um, but I think, I think the moderator had a couple of points going in her favor. So, you know, the, the whole notion about the microphones being cut off for the first two minutes of each presentation. So if you think about it, that's four times six segments, that's 24 minutes of a 90 minute, which actually this went 96 minutes debate. Okay, so that went in her favor. Um, I think she also started with a plea to both candidates saying, please, please. She didn't say it twice. She just said, please, um, let's uh, one person talk at a time. Um, So there is that. There's the fact that both of them were absolutely skewered a couple of weeks ago in the press. So, you know, they needed to play nice. And uh, lastly, you know, there's only 12 now. It's uh, 11 11 days till the election. And how many people have already voted?
0: 48 million.
1: 48 million. Yes. I've already voted, by the way. Mail-in ballot, I've been doing it since I was 17 and I was in the Coast Guard. So I'm completely familiar with that process.
0: Well, as a rules analyst, as an expert in interpreting these debates, what grade would you give it?
1: So I think she did a B. A nice. Wow. Um, there's a couple of things that I do have as an issue. Um, you know, the, the format as prescribed by the commission is uh, six segments. Each segment is 15 minutes long and she, it was not like the first segment was 25 minutes. And then the next segment was like 19 minutes. And then the next segment was, 17 minutes. She threw in immigration in there, which might have something to do with American families. But if that's the case, then American families was like 22 minutes. So it really wasn't balanced. So by the time she got to leadership, which was supposed to be a 15 minute segment, um, it was three. Yay. And she still went six minutes over time. So her um, timing, probably not the greatest, but I think she was good in that she pointed out new information. She tried to keep people focused when people would go off on taxes or corruption or whatever. She's like, here's the topic. Or she would put people on time limits. Like you have 30 more seconds. Not that people really paid attention to it, but you have 10 more seconds. You have, So I think she tried as best as, um, you know, you're talking to a president and a,
0: Former you know, vice president. Vice
1: president. I mean, you can't be too much of a, a, a horrible person. So I thought she did a pretty solid job.
0: Now, the last time uh, when I started, I said, um, how do you like the debate? Your answer was, what debate? So my, I come back to the same question. How do you like the debate?
1: So I think that this was a more um, illuminating. I think it was more substantive. I think it was more respectful. Um, I think there was uh, more, she did um, try to get people to answer questions. She didn't let people off the hook as much um, because there wasn't the room to, to obfuscate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I thought she did a pretty good job.
0: Now, what about uh, as far as timing is concerned? Did they get equal time, or was how was the yeah. distribution of time?
1: No, no. Trump got like four more minutes. So what she was doing is she was trying to give Biden more time, uh, so she would cut Trump a little bit. But Trump would then interrupt over her to get the last word. So you know there was there was a little bit of back and forth between the two of them. Um, So some people might think that she was deferential to Biden. I I don't.
0: 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
1: Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball.
0: Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever
1: someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying.
0: The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit getvaccineanswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
1: I, I don't know if that actually is the case. I'd have to I'd have to go back and look at at the the nuances, but I don't think she was.
0: Now, when it comes to uh, topic selection, uh, was it a was the topics wide enough uh, as far as you're concerned?
1: Um, uh, You know, I I can't really comment on the content. I know, but the topics themselves. What I can comment on is I think that her topics were much less um, inferential. So let me give you an example. Um, She talked about race in America versus Chris Wallace said, uh, race and violence in our cities which means race and violence go hand in hand in our cities. So there's a, an implication in there that's less um, straightforward. So I think she was just saying like, here's a topic, fighting COVID, we're fighting COVID versus just the virus. Um, American families, well, families are, come in all different shapes and sizes, which is why maybe I think, maybe immigration was part of her American families. Um, you know, climate change. So. None of them had implications for right or wrong, um, so I like that. Um, uh, you, leadership could have been construed any way that you wanted to, um, so that was probably the murkiest one.
0: Well, I like that you noticed that you know the difference between Wallace and how she handled it, because you know I thought the way Wallace handled it was, in in my in my language, would be pessimo, horrendous. You know, it was it was terrible, but who knows. Anyhow, so as uh, the outcome of the debate, um, there was a winner, there was a loser. Uh, uh, Biden turns out to have gotten a, a, a large, not, o- not only a plurality, but a majority of the votes. Uh, based on what you saw, I know you don't cover content. Do you think that the distinction was good enough to actually declare somebody a winner?
1: I think the moderator was the winner, Egberto. moderator came out looking pretty good
0: (laughs) oh wow I I think I'm gonna have to ask you to expand on
1: that no I I think she did a very credible job I mean here's a woman who most people are not familiar with terribly she's never done a a presidential debate she's uh she's been a sidekick quite frankly to Rachel Maddow in Mm -hmm. a democratic debate um, I think she held her own. I think she was a woman of substance. I think she knew her stuff. She was, um, uh, you know, she did a very credible job. Uh, so I, I would say, you know, we, we all walked into this debate going, I really hope this is not a reprise. I, I, I just was like, oh, I really, uh, bleh. yeah. You know, who, who really wanted to see that crap that we saw a couple of weeks ago, right? Nobody wanted to see that. So I think a lot of us were just, I'll, I'll speak for myself. I can't speak for anyone else. I was pleasantly surprised at the demeanor of both the candidates. I was pleasantly surprised at the moderation. The skill level was, you know, there were a couple of nuances and, and frankly, I'm, I'm not exactly sure about the evenness of the questions for the candidate. Those, those are kind of things that I have to look post-debate. Because Not only going, that,
0: they're subjective.
1: It's going so fast, and and I do think that there's, um, no matter how perfect you are as a moderator, there is some um, unconscious biases that creep into questions. So I'd probably want to look at that, but- uh,
0: You brought up, that's an interesting subject, and I only have about three minutes. So, so, uh, you just brought up unconscious bias. What unconscious bias did you see did you, off the top of your head? Did you see?
1: Um, it, it, you know, I, I didn't really see anything um, quite obvious. I think she was trying to be parallel in the way that she would ask questions. So I'm going to ask you this question. I'm going to ask you a variant of the question, but it's really the same question. Um, but what she, I mean, the challenge for any of these debates is, um, if I ask you a direct question, Egberto, if you don't have the background as a citizen listening in, then I'm not going to understand the context of the answer to that question. So I have to give the audience enough substance in which to ask the question and therein lies the, um, uh, the yeah, since the bias, of yeah. It. And, and when I'm listening, I mean, I'm paying attention to so many other things. It's like I look at the, the formatting of the questions later to see how evenly um, uh, uh, matched they are.
0: Well, uh, as usual, uh, I, I like the, the perspective that you give us as far as the structure of the debates. Uh, Kristen Arnold... Uh, rules how do how do you actually say that a rules analyst but I think you give you have another name for that as well rules analyst and what else
1: well I'm a panel moderator but you know in football you have a rules analyst right there are the people who come on after the official has made the call and they're like going did they do a, a good job making the call or were they so that's well, oh, I came up with rules analysts.
0: So Kristen Arnold, rules analyst. And the reason I always want to have a rules analyst is because I am a biased watcher of the debates. And I want somebody to tell me uh, if my biases are based on uh, the structure of the debate. And that's why every debate, I want to hear oh, what you oh have to God. say.
1: Yeah, Roberto. Well, it's always a pleasure talking with you.
0: Thank you so kindly, Christine. You have a wonderful rest of your day. You too.
1: Twenty seventh at DMV window number 16. Okay, Rose, we're second in line. Perfect, Rose. You remembered the birth certificate? Yes, and we have our electric bill. Excellent. We'll be Real ID ready in no time. Real ID ready to visit our grandson, Ricky, at Fort Bragg, Then fly to New Orleans for Jazz Fest. Pardon me, are you talking to yourself? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I guess I am. Talk yourself into Real ID readiness by May third, twenty 2023. Make a plan at dhs.gov slash realid.
0: I'm Robert Conti, Chief of the Metropolitan Police Department. Unfortunately, traffic fatalities are up in the district, and I need your help to reverse this trend. Seatbelts save lives and reduce the risk of death or injury. Click it or tick it.